0: Welcome to The Action Playbook, I'm Jason Fox
1: and I'm Coach Robin and
0: we're helping leaders take action in life and business.
1: Oh well, you ready? Let's go.
0: Episode 34, The Action Playbook. Today we're going to talk about customers and how many types customers are there, Robin?
1: There's four and a half.
0: Four I'm and a half? Say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Four and a half.
0: So I think of customers as a repeat customer, not a shopper that's been to me once, but someone that shows up and buys off me maybe two, three times a year or, or continually throughout years. Obviously everyone's shopping cycles are different, but somebody shows up and spends money with my business.
1: Yeah, repeat business. Uh, that's that's what a customer is, yeah. And you're 100% right. If someone, is, someone just comes along once, they're they're a shopper yeah so
0: testing the waters
1: the 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 name of the game is getting those customers to come back Um, i think we discussed that quite nicely with steve on our last podcast Mm. um yeah Yeah. but uh yeah so so i want to talk about or we should talk about the four customers that exist so every business has four customers uh, and I, and i'm going to add a little bonus one at the end but the first one is the business owner okay the business needs to serve the business owner like a customer okay and so and every business has two objectives every single business except for nonprofits every business has two objectives the first one is uh, to make a profit sure and that's what the business needs to serve Customer, business owner with is profit. Yeah. Uh, the second is to increase value, so that you're building a saleable asset. Those are the two objectives of every business. Mm. Um. So yeah, I mean, uh, people don't think of the business owners as customers of the business, but ultimately the business owner has a need, want, or desire, which is profit. Sure. Yeah. And uh, and or business owners for that matter. And so, yeah, the business needs to serve that. Mm. The second one is obviously our customers. Yes. Um, Very useful. We love customers. (laughs) Customers pay our (laughs) salaries. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and it's really important to understand the wants, the needs, the desires, the aspirations of our customers. And, uh, no i think I think not enough work gets put into understanding our customers now wh- one of the first things that we need to in every business we need to do this on a fairly regular basis is to actually grade our customers and there's four categories of that yep. there's the a b c d a's for awesome right nice. this is <laughs> thank you. you want to you want to fill your pipeline with a grade customers right um these are customers who you know absolutely value what you do they tell other people about you they pay their bills on time um they just good people to deal with and the team loves dealing with them too And, and it helps motivate them it helps inspire them to get out there and it gives them more purpose to go out there and do what they do the second is b b for basic um also a good customer really great to have uh they loyal they pay their bills on time and they value what you do they're not necessarily going out there and shouting from the rooftops that you know everyone should be dealing with you but it's a good customer nonetheless, especially paying the balls part, right? Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and then you get to C. C is kind of, yeah. C. C is a C stands for can't deal with. So this is a customer who might be loyal, yeah, but doesn't pay their accounts, or might Questions pay their everybody. accounts but is questioning everything. Yeah, um, getting on the wrong side of the eighty twenty now, aren't we? We're getting on the we we're getting, <laughs> we're getting on the wrong side. We're going below the line here. Yeah, um,
0: right. We're getting we're hitting dangerously close yeah. to the twenty percent of your customers being eighty percent of your injuries.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Um, that 80-20 rule. We should actually do a whole podcast on that 80-20 rule. It's such a phenomenal number in business. But yeah, um, we are heading down to to that that eighty um, uh, percent that give you twenty percent of your revenue, and so. The Cs can actually be moved into becoming a B or even an A. Yeah. Um, so we, we're, not, we're not cutting them off yet, but we definitely need to manage them mm. in a way that moves them. If they're not paying their accounts, we need to manage how they pay their accounts. And if they're not, we have to move them into different terms, terms that suit us or pricing mm. that suits us, right? Um, yeah. Cash only, et cetera. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, or upfront, yeah, upfront payments. And so, uh, yeah, grade your clients uh, C, and then the last one is D for dead. Um, D's are those clients that nothing you ever do is good enough, no matter how much, how awesome you are, how much you surprise and delight or try to, how much you do right, it's always wrong. Mm. And don't pay their accounts, they query everything, they drag it out. Um, so what we know about this is customers that, you know, de-customers actually drain our energy, our time, and our money. And so often I find customers that, you know, when I'm working, when I'm doing this with my clients, I find customers there that's actually costing the business money. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't understand that. People don't see that. Mm. You know, a lot of the business owners listening might not see that. And so, uh, yeah. It it actually holds the business back.
0: Yeah, a classic example of that is you make a hundred dollars on a transaction, but your admin person spends three hours chasing the person, trying to get the money, going backwards and forwards, emails, on the phone, discussions. How are we going to help? Yeah, bang. Yeah, Ourly-way just killed it. No yeah. profit.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I've I've been in situations where I've you know I've had clients that didn't weren't paying. Um, and the amount of thinking time that it took for me, not just the admin side of it, but actually uh, thinking time mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, it, it it all adds up and yeah, I mean, you know, you're not thinking positively, you're thinking negatively. It's like how am I gonna get around? How am I gonna pay my bills? What you know, what what am I gonna tell my staff? All those things all weigh heavily. And so it's so there's a heavy tax to dealing with D clients. Now here's the thing though. We don't just go and fire those clients. It's, you know, it's that's not what we want to do. We're not like, hey, you haven't paid your account. Take your business and fuck off. Yeah, we're. I think that a bit of that does go on, but you've got a bit of suggestion. Yeah, I've got a bit <laughs> of So Here's my pro tip on dealing with D's. Um, what you do is you go and you say, uh, "Hey, Mister D, um, you're uh, you're clearly we're not meeting your service levels." And so I would like to recommend somebody that I think you would be happy to deal with, and then you throw them into one of your competitors, mm-hmm. or alternatively, you just put them into uh, really expensive pricing, uh, up the pricing, or up the time delay. So sorry, yeah, I know you need this done tomorrow. We can't get there until like two weeks from now, and so you're putting that D client into a deselection option. Yeah, natural deselection. You want them to choose not to deal with you rather than you telling them you don't want to deal with them.
0: So what Robin's been talking about here is, like like you were saying, they take up a lot of the time, a lot of your effort. Whilst that's happening, you can't be spending that time and effort with your A-grade clients, so the service levels may be dropping with the clients that actually deserve the service levels you want to give. So when you say, hey, actually, I think you should go and work for this, you know, deal with this client or company sorry um, it's like pulling the pin and throwing the grenade at them because what's happened is now they've gone there and they're going to eat up that business's resources and time and uh, you know that business may struggle a little bit more and maybe they won't service their A grade clients and maybe their A grade clients will go oh I'm not getting the service I used to maybe I should try Johnny down the road yeah and who knows you might pick up some better clients
1: yeah, those A grade clients yeah. from the, the grenade pinned <laughs> competitor. Yeah. But a but over. a scatter,
0: but a scatter, everyone picks up a few.
1: So. But I think that's a really good point. I hadn't actually thought about that, but you're hundred percent right, right? It defocuses us from the important business, the important customers and you know, the the ones that we should really be rolling out the red carpet for. And instead we're sitting there, you know, I mean it it literally it, it gets into the psyche, doesn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it weighs only heavy.
0: Oh. and you take it home and all the rest of it 100 yeah. percent,
1: mm. yeah so so that's customers right so get out there grade your customers it's a really good thing to do from you know i don't know quarterly or twice a year just to go through your customer list um and just either mentally but preferably you know write it down and yep. actually say right you're an A, a B, a C, or d yeah.
0: nice
1: I'm going to go on to, because it kind of ties in with that, is the next one is suppliers. Okay. That's another um, type of customer for business. And r- probably one of the more neglected types of customers in business. But, sure. uh really hard to
0: run your business if you've got no product or supply line, is there?
1: I I always used to say, you know, our our suppliers... There to make us look good, either because they've got great products or they have great service, you know, in terms of return policies or extended warranties, whatever that might be, uh, or just turn around, you know, they they get you the stuff when they need to. And so, that's that's a hundred percent one of the key elements to a business is the relationships that we have with our suppliers, the relationships that we have are from with our suppliers is based on the communication that we have with them, the respect that we show them, um, the way we handle our accounts. Because just as I've just talked about grading our customers, Mm. your suppliers are probably grading you. And so, you know, if you were being graded by your supplier, what do you think they're scoring you? And so you want to be that A, don't you? Yeah. Because... Because a customer can make or break a situation you know they can go that extra mile or they can just say, "No sorry, I can't help you mm. um, and those are the those are the times when you want to be able to lean in and say, "Hey, you've been a great customer so acknowledge acknowledge what they do for you, acknowledge that you know they're an important part of what it is your business does, and then make sure that you know, you maintain that relationship through good account management, you know, paying bills on time, et cetera, et cetera, and, and um, just being generally good guys to those people. Mm. Too often I see, oh, I know those, I'm their customer. I'm their customer, they must treat me as such. Yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's a relationship, it's a partnership. Mm. Um, and so just as we have our partnerships, we, l- we want to foster partnerships with our customers, Um. So we should be fostering partnerships with our suppliers. Boom. And you've put
0: another one up there. So this is the half. So it, I suppose it kind of comes under the business owner. But well, so uh, the
1: the next one is actually team. Oh, sorry. You skipped one. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I jumped. Uh, I, jumped. See. I leapfrogged. Um, yeah, the, the next one is actually team. Uh, once again, an integral part of the value chain of a business. Yeah. Right. And so I used to I used to say in my management meetings when I had my own business with a management team is that, you know, we should our role is to actually look after the team. We should be treating our team like they were our key accounts. And when that mind shift changed, so did the culture. So did the commitment um, because we showed our commitment and we got that commitment back, the law of reciprocity. Um, So one of the key teams in every business is, uh, sorry, one of the key customers in every business is team. Sure. Um, and, And what does a team want? A fun environment to work in. Absolutely. They want to enjoy coming to work. They want to enjoy what they do. They want to do that with purpose, so the business needs to provide them that. They also want to know that their job's safe and secure. Yeah, people do like to get paid. People do like to get paid, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, um, there's it, I, whether they admit it or not. Like everyone has their hot buttons. Every 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 person, right? So it's not necessarily money, but it is about incentives, mm. and so. Is the business needs to provide incentives and rewards and recognition for those people that are going above and beyond and going the extra mile for the business. Yeah, and so j- just on that incentives, just the one thing I want to I want to make this point. This is my own view on it. It's not something I've read, so um, you know, it's something worth trying out anyway. Uh, testing, testing. But okay. for me, incentives. I don't believe people should be incentivized to do their job. Right? They're employed to do a job, yeah. and so That's your incentive already. they get a wage or they get yeah. a salary to do that. That's their incentive. Right? Use incentives to achieve strategic objectives for the business. Uh, whether it's short term medium term or even long term, I wouldn't recommend too long term because you know people want to know that their rewards are within sight within you know within reach. but incentives are there to stretch, and so my incentives that I um implemented in my own business and the ones that I'm recommending to my clients too is that stretch you know you get to you get from here to here, but then you want to get there. The extra one, so from A to B, but then you want to get to C, and that's where the incentives work for the business. You know, so the business wins, the team wins. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, and
0: incentives doesn't have to be if you hit this quarter, you get a thousand dollars or something. It could be if you hit this quarter, give you an extra two days off, you can have a long weekend, or or I've got a hotel for your wife and and you guys are going away for a weekend or, you know, incentives are also in business. Uh, how much are you paying in KiwiSaver? Do you have health insurance? Maybe you supply gym memberships, these other things as well.
1: Yeah, um, And, and uh, thanks for saying that because uh, the next point really is, you know, take time to know each of those teams. Take time to know each individual within those teams. You know, um, we, we, most, most business owners or most key sales people will take time to get to know their customer. But just remember that it's not only your customer that is your customer. If you take the same approach and apply that to your suppliers and your team, um, then of course you're going to understand what incentivizes. You know, Maybe they want a weekend away, yeah, 100%. Maybe they do want money, 100%. Um, but... Feed them what they need, want or desire, just like you would with your customer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, invest in that. Invest that time uh, into getting to know all of that. Mm. Not enough of that has been done.
0: Yeah, people come for the job, they stay for the team and they leave managers. So if you're at the top, Mr. Manager, and you don't know your team, you're at risk of possibly leave, losing that team. So get in there, get to know what motivates them and and you'll get more out of them. Both time, money, effort, all that stuff. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And then point five. Oh, so the little bonus, the bonus team. um, Yeah, I, I understand this might not work for all businesses depending on the size, but it would be great if every business approached the family of your team as another team because hmm. um, what happens at
0: home carries into the workplace anyway
1: exactly and also you know uh behind every good man is a good woman and behind every good woman i'm sure there must be a good man i'd probably be homeless if it wasn't for anna <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> you know and so uh there's there's not just that Um, security of home but it's also the support that the families provide to the members of our team and um, that should be acknowledged, should be recognised and in some cases rewarded with, you know, bringing Mm. families along to end-of-year functions and things like that, including them.
0: That's a huge bugbear of mine. Yeah. So Anna's company, like Anna literally works, as you know, almost 12-hour days, three, four days a week, like big hours. So I'm there cooking dinner and stuff like that and come the end of year function. It's not partners. Yeah. Every year. It's just, oh no, we'll just take the team. I'm like, well, someone at home is supporting every one of those high performing yeah. people in your team. Yeah. And you you know, she talks about people in her business. Oh yeah, I'd like to meet them, but never get the opportunity because yeah. people are scattered all around the country and the one time they come together you're not included. It's it's a strange dynamic.
1: It is a strange one. And and um you know, I, I just imagine now a, a situation where I like you, what you just mentioned. And uh, every other day of the year, you're sitting there going, you know, we all have our days where we dip off a little bit and we go, oh, I'm not sure I should be doing this or I shouldn't be working with these guys anymore. Maybe I should be looking elsewhere. And then the partners come in and they go, no, 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 this is a great company. You love working there. You're just having an off day today, Yeah. right? And then you throw the other situation, which is where you're finding yourself right now. And then you know,
0: oh yeah, all the time. Oh <laughs> no, nah, well, don't put up with that shit. You're worth more than <laughs> that. You know, you, you can just do this for yourself. Keep <laughs> looking. Keep looking. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so acknowledging the role that the families and uh, the home beyond the office plays. And the success of a business can actually go a long way mm. to certainly in terms of staff retention and um, staff satisfaction, you know, team satisfaction, team retention. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that's my little bonus team uh, for you to consider. And uh, with that, just get out there, take some action. Cool.